All right, folks, and welcome aboard to this Tuesday night edition Philip Ward Show. Today is the 855th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration now has 915 days left for all of us to endure. Joe Unity Biden has spent the past two days, folks, doing absolutely nothing at all. I mean, he goes to Saudi Arabia, gives the crown prince, boom, all right, my man. You know, they're all friendly. And why, even after, what did he say, that they were a pariah nation. Um, and he he basically called the crown prince, prince Mohammed bin Salam. He just said, uh, yeah, you're a murderer. Yeah, you're, you're responsible for the death, the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. But now he says, well, things aren't going so well for me politically. You know, the American people don't want to listen to this Green New Deal, electric car nonsense. Oh, even got Pete Buttigieg, who, I don't, you know, this, this guy. I, I don't even understand. Why would Joe Unity Biden even put the guy into the administration? But so he's testifying today in front of Congress and he's just uh, electric cars and things are so good and 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 people gotta we gotta transition to this green new energy and all this nonsense and garbage and then he says well people need to see the benefits of of the uh let me read you the exact quote the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price of gas the more benefit there is for those who can access access excuse me sound like joe again electric vehicles well they're right then and there all he wants to do all the democratic party want to do push their agenda all this stupid electric cars and listen you know i'm not against electric car you want to go out and get one then go ahead but for the american people that still believe in oil and gas which by the way is powering those electric vehicles leave them alone I mean, just if people want gas, let them have gas. It, it, it hasn't led the American people astray yet. But if you're in this radical, new, socialist, democratic party, it's a electric car, electric car, electric car. That's all they peddle. You know, and and uh, Pete Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg, whatever it is that you want to call him, well, he wasn't even the worst, I guess I would call him a democratic witness testifying today. You got this pro-abortion crazy lady i i, I want to get her name exactly right it was like bracy sherman who's just talking about uh, uh, successful abortions saying things like quote i owe my life <laughs> think about this i owe my life to an abortion what excuse me because i would owe my life to a successful pregnancy I mean, how stupid are these people? I mean, it's insane to me that the amount that they think they're going to run on a message of gun control and abortion and overturning Roe v. Wade. Well, the American people, late-term abor abortion, they're not for that. But again, the Democratic Party don't get that. You know, what an idiotic... I owe my life to an abortion. Yep, you're an idiot. Uh, quote, I drank an unsafe amount of alcohol and considered throwing myself down the stairs. Yo, really? To kill your unborn baby? You're a disgusting psychopath. Hey, these, these, oh, and how brave was AOC and, and, and Islam Omar earlier today, right? 
pretending and faking that they were handcuffed. Oh, that was, oh, that took a lot of bravery. That took a lot of courage. You know, these people are totally insane. And then you still, I don't understand how we still have some people that say, well, you know, if, if we could be able to come together and compromise, yeah, then, then things would be okay. You know, we got to have more middle ground. Why do we need more middle ground? They, we have one party in this country that is, by the way, in control of the House, the White House, the Senate, the fake White House set that Joe Unity Biden and his team have set up. Why would we as conservatives who are still sane, who still think logically, who still use common sense, why would we even negotiate with these people? I personally, I don't want anything to do with the Democratic Party. Why would anyone? These people want, I witnessed it here in New York State, in the New York State Assembly. They're standing up, clapping, applauding. At you. Oh, my God. Oh, this is so great. Oh, late-term abortion right up until the baby's born. Oh, let's just kill it. And these people are disgusting. What, what, what point do you say, well, you people are kind of pushing for infanticide. You know, you had the governor of Virginia, the former governor of Virginia, Ralph Northam, right, who was saying, well, after the baby's born, then we're going to have a conversation between the doctor and the mother about killing the baby? I mean, again, wh why would we ever even want to come? Why would we ever have a common ground with people that think this way? With the same people that installed Joe Unity Biden as the president of the United States? Joe Unity Biden, 81 million votes. Whoever believes that? I don't think even Democratic voters believe that. Now, the RNC today... Is out with a new ad about Joe Unity Biden, folks. And it is rough. It is very, very bad. Very damning for Joe Unity Biden. I want to play it for you, folks. It's so, uh, called, quote, 100 seconds of Joe Biden showing he's totally fit to be president. The best way to get something done, if you, if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway, from... Char excuse me, from Charlotte, one, uh, another line going from in, in Florida down to Tampa. Of Putin's kleptocracy. Uh, yeah. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot, foot. The idea that um, Los Angeles and, uh, and, uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? For two reasons. One, to... We haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Uh, um, let me say another way. With the nature, not a solid meeting with, um, with uh, the... Uh, they make a very good point. Here's the deal. Here's what drives the driver in the states that are affected. Here's what the, you can do, the drivers. We want to expand pre-K for three and four-year-olds, millions of free care. The, um... No, and that's it. And that's it. He's done. He can't talk anymore, folks. You know, I do my, I, I almost had to mute the microphone this way. I didn't have to interject on that one, but you know, I usually do. I get it. 
But I just, uh, you listen to that, right? And it's not even funny anymore. It's not, you know, it, it maybe at one point, yeah, it was pretty funny that the president of the United States can't talk, can't speak, can't formulate sentences, has to read off of a teleprompter, Mr. End of Quote, repeat the line. But at this point in time, folks, it is no longer funny. This has become a national security issue for the country. The mental state of our president, folks, he is unwell. He is not okay. And yet the Democratic Party sees no problem with this is all. The guy's taking the past two days off. Um, John Kirby earlier today, quote, the, uh, I guess he's the uh, co-press, the Pentagon press secretary. You know, you hear him, quote, Biden's, well, he's been uh, quite, quite busy the past few days. Well, no, he hasn't. He hasn't been doing anything. The only thing he's done in the past few days is fist bump the crown prince of Saudi Arabia and then come back and say, well, you guys, you guys never focus on what you should be focusing on. Oh, that's all. Then you got Corrine Jean-Pierre. Well, uh, reporter asked a question, quote, what exactly has Joe, what is, what's he, what's he done? What, what's he doing yesterday and today? Because he's had no public events at all. Well, he's, uh, he's been meeting with advisors and he's been, he's just been very busy. Tell you folks, he hasn't been very busy. The American people see right through the charade. You wonder why he's got a, approval numbers in the 30s, you know, some as low as the 20s. They're sick and tired of this. I'm telling you, even, even Democratic voters, 64% of Democratic voters don't want Joe Unity Biden to run again in 2024. You know, well, well, what, is he so old now? Well, because he looks so sharp in 2020? You know, now the Democratic voters want to come around? Where were you idiots in 2020? Now you got, and, and if you're Joe, think about this. CNBC headline here. So while he's away in Saudi Arabia, you know, fist bump of the crown prince, say, ah, everything's all good. We really got to lower gas prices here because maybe the Democrats won't win in, in, in November. Maybe the Democrats won't win in 2024. So behind Joe's back, how sneaky are they out there in California, huh? Over in the United Socialist State headline this was yesterday in cnbc harris and newsom engage with donors as possible 2024 bids loom if biden doesn't run so they're already on to plan b and plan c well joe and and kamala harris people well i intend to run with joe unity biden in 2024 you know this is joe biden he's already called kamala harris president harris like at least what five or six times at this point but here they are while he's away you know what let's talk to some donors while he's away that that that's the best thing to do oh the state of the country forget about that the state of the united socialist state california yeah forget about that too and just give gavin newsom an award for education which why i have no idea these are the people the teachers in california you know the well we need masks and we can't go back to school we can't have this you know, we need we need air conditioning and we we need air filtration systems and we're so scared of COVID. We're scared of the pan slash pandemic. Um, quote: Person explained that Harris has been in touch with at least two wealthy friends, Vanessa Getty, a model and wife of Billy Getty, and heir to the billionaire Getty family, as well as Lauren Powell Jobs, a billionaire businesswoman and the widow of the late you know who by the way the widow of the late uh uh steve jobs 
Quote, both have been close to Harris throughout her political career and Getty and her family fundraised for many of the vice president's earlier campaigns. Powell Jobs recently met with uh, Kamala Harris at her residence. Um, another person familiar with the meeting said the vice president, when her friends are in town, always enjoys hosting at the residence. And that is uh, what the nature of their visits are, really, because the vice president's press secretary, which I'm surprised Kamala Harris still even has a press secretary. Everyone else from her team has already left. Have already said, yep, nope, not doing this. This is terrible. Harris, not the only Biden ally who appears to be making inroads with wealthy financiers as the president considers his political future. Wall Street executive who raised money for Biden's 2020 campaign has heard from both Harris and the governor of, of California, Gavin Newsom. So, I mean, you know, if... If you're Joe Unity Biden, right, and you're, you're trying to do whatever he possibly has left to do with this. Con oh, by the way, why hasn't the guy, the guy just retired at this point? I mean, for the love of God, Joe, he, he, he obviously can't understand things anymore. He can't complete sentences. He's a national embarrassment for the entire country. He didn't have to run in 2020. But for his lifelong dream of Joe Unity Biden has always been to be president. Doesn't matter who he's got to copy. Doesn't matter who he has to plagiarize. Doesn't matter who he has to step on. Doesn't matter if he has to sell out the country to make sure that he and his family and Hunter Crackhead Biden are making millions and billions of dollars. It doesn't matter to him. Just as long as he got the title president, that's all he really cares about. You know, and, and think about it though. Like, if Joe followed in the footsteps of, of Boris Johnson over the UK and resigned, then we have Kamala Harris. I mean, this reign of terror is only going to continue. It's only going to get worse if we have Kamala Harris in there. You know, there's also you know been talk about AOC. I remember, uh, I believe it was Stephen Colbert, the idiot. He's not even funny anymore. He just sold his entire soul to the Democratic Party. He was asking AOC, well, you'll be 35. Do you want to run for president? Well, AOC is too busy right now being brave, being courageous, being a role model for young women everywhere, out there faking, being handcuffed. Now, how much of an idiot do you have to be? She's like, she's walking around. This is a, oh, well, by the way, pro-abortion demonstration outside the Supreme Court. She's walking around as if she's been handcuffed and clearly she hasn't. I mean, it, it, I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, Britt Hume, by the way, used to be a Fox News. I used to be a very good Fox News anchor as well. <laughs> Writes, quote, note the handcuff pose abandoned only to raise her fist in the air. The queen of gesture, gestures. Um, quote, Republicans' favorite hobby is to make conspiracy theories out of nothing to distract you and keep you from talking about what's actually important, she says. Uh, if I was faking the handcuff, why would I intentionally fist bump somebody? It's so silly. She's, by the way, did you see the, <laughs> did you see the video of the community? I think it's like Alex Stein, Alex Steen or something like that. I'm not even sure of the guy's name. He say, AOC, you look so beautiful. AOC, you love killing babies. Oh, boy. She really flipped out about that one. Calling her, quote, big booty Latinas. <laughs> Something along those lines to try and keep it as PG as I possibly can. You had Islam Omar. She is well. She's got the same thing going on. She, yeah, oh no, I'm handcuffed. I swear to you, I'm handcuffed. Yeah, okay. Hey, um, Islam Omar, she got like booed off, booed out of town. You know, I think it was right in Minneapolis or something like that where that occurred, where, where she was just getting booed terribly. 
you know, it must must be terrible for her in her own district that people, I guess, don't really like her. Um, and Oh, and by the way, in Minneapolis, so here's a headline for you here. Because obviously we had the George Floyd incident that occurred and Derek Chauvin, and then we had the summer of, of rioting and violence and vandalism, you know, chaos and anarchy that was destroying American cities. Well, let me read you something here. Minneapolis mom, who was targeted by gunmen, is confronted by BLM protesters. So here's the thing that happened. By the way, this mother's name, Arabella Foss Yarbrough. So her neighbor, Andrew Tekel, Tekel, whatever, Sunberg, he's, he's literally shooting into her apartment as she's cooking for her children. He's, he's just shooting at her. Gunman uh, that Andrew Sunberg was eventually shot dead by two Minneapolis police snipers. But here's the thing. BLM is out there defending him. And she's like, what are you doing? It says, quote, Minneapolis mom could be seen. There was a video about it, too, confronting BLM protesters gathered outside the home of the man who was fatally shot. At, listen to this. After a tense six-hour standoff, um, she's yelling. She's like, quote, this is not a George Floyd situation. George Floyd was unarmed. This is not okay. He tried to kill me in front of my kids. And then, regardless of the circumstances, BLM activists here, uh, Trey Hearn Cruz, lead organizer, I guess, for BLM Minnesota, they're all gathered outside saying, we're here to respect life, demand justice, and we're demanding the release of the body cam footage. When yet the mother herself is saying, he was shooting into my house. He was trying to kill me. Says, quote, my kids have to deal with this, probably have a mental illness now because they almost lost their lives. There's bullet holes in my kitchen because he sat in the effing hallway watching me move. He tried to kill me in front of my kids. She says, quote, I have black children. I am a woman of color. No, I guess she's of um, black, white and native descent. Um, Sunberg's family says he was, oh, he was having a mental health crisis at the time of the shooting. Um, listen, 20-year-old was adopted from Ethiopia, had siblings. Uh, his parents say he was, uh, were outside the building when, uh, the mother confronted the protesters. They said they emphasized, goodness, with the neighbor, empathized, my goodness. I wish I could wrap my arms around her and tell her I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry she had experienced that. I'm sorry for her pain. She says uh, Sunberg was an imperfect human, as we all are imperfect humans. He did not deserve to be picked off like an animal from a rooftop. You know, well, listen, if he wasn't, who knows what could happen? He could have killed not only the mother, could have killed her kids as well. You know, but good. But I'll tell you what, we had good guys with guns, but the left says that's so wrong. You know, then then that's not only the not the only example of good guys, and in that case, police officers with guns. In Indiana, so in this, there's a shooting that occurred in an Indiana mall. Um, quote, police say a good Samaritan ended a mass shooting by killing the gunman, saving lives, noting that it only took two minutes from the time the suspect opened fire until he was shot. So this guy, um, quote, the good Samaritan identified as 
Elijah, it, it's a, some spelling of Elijah, if that's his name, Elijah Dickin, uh, engaged the gunman within two minutes of the start of the shooting. Uh, this was on Sunday at Greenwood Park Mall. Police said Dickin approached the gunman from a distance, fired 10 rounds of ammunition at him, striking him, killing him before he could retreat to a nearby bathroom. Quote, his actions, nothing short of heroic. That was according to Greenwood Police Chief James Eisen. He says he engaged the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun. He was very proficient in that, very tactically sound, as he moved to uh, as he and, and as he moved to close in on the suspect, he was also motioning for people to exit behind him. So I mean, this guy's a, a hero, and yet for some reason you can't say that though. The the gunman, by the way, killed three people, injured two others, and now if it wasn't for Dickin, who knows what he would have done? I, and, yet, and yet the left side, no, well, you can't call him a hero, and we need to ban all guns. Well, really, again, here's a case where a bad guy has a gun, and he's killing people, and yet we have a good guy with a gun, and boom, just like that, he's dead. Elijah Dickin, I mean, is a hero, and yet, and yet he's, no, 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 we can't, we can't have any guns. You know, it is a constitutional right, the Second Amendment. But if you listen to the Democratic Party, Joe Unity Biden, you know, AOC, Islam Omar, all these people. Uh, no, no, no. It's not absolute. That's exactly what Joe Unity Biden said. I mean, I don't understand it, folks. Who could possibly vote for this party anymore? And it, it's just, it's insanity as far as I'm concerned. It really is. Anyway, we've entered the 855th day of slowing the spread the disastrous, awful, terrible, horrendous Joe Unity Biden administration now has 915 days left for all of us to endure. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program, folks. It is never a bad day to be an American.